0: Hello everyone, welcome to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, Dawn of the Final Day. It's, this is it.
1: Oh boy. I'm scared, I'm nervous, Luke's here. I'm here. That's how you know it's the end times, Is cause Luke's here.
2: Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. I, uh, it is almost two in the afternoon. I am usually fast asleep right now. (laughs) But, um, I had to be here. You didn't have to do this, Luke. Listen, Molly, I was not going to (laughs) miss my second Homestuck daughter's graduation.
0: Yeah. That's fair. Um, I I just picture, like, Luke is... uh, It's like we're putting on a play and Luke is in, like, the front row with, like, a camera (laughs) mouthing all the words. Right. Yep. Oh, no. Uh,
1: I went back and listened to that Teenagers With Attitude that we did, the uh, Sailor Moon one, where you you tell Ashley, now, Ashley, tell them what I taught you.
0: (laughs) Still... Well, the way you phrase it was, uh, explain to them how I've explained to you. (laughs) It's so good. Which is maybe the creepiest thing you've ever said.
2: (laughs) Listen, we just recorded Totally reprised last night. You
1: know that's not true. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking... The goo wall. The goo wall. Anyway, that's not that, this podcast. That episode
2: is so old by now, Molly. I know. <laughs> that's why I didn't reference it explicitly.
1: <laughs> Go listen to episode 44 Tell totally Your Price. Um, so, we're at the end of Homestuck. Uh, mm-hmm. Friska's alive again. Yes. It's, it's, yes. it's the happiest day.
2: Have, have you decided that that's the terrible decision everyone thought it was yet?
1: Oh, is that what everybody thinks it was? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, no. But sure. Like, e-
0: oh. oh, yeah. Everyone hated this. this everyone was...
1: hated this. Uh, I mean, I was never going to hate this. There's right. no way I was ever going to hate this. No,
2: I knew you weren't. Everyone kept saying, like, oh, no, I, come on. She's not going to like the thing. I'm like, are you joking? Do you see how much she likes Vriska? She's going to love that.
1: Yeah, no, like, <laughs> the key to saving I... the world is bringing Vriska back. Okay, fuck yeah. Let's fucking <laughs> go.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I, Specifically, some so I remember someone saying, "No, when Vriska comes back, she'll come back to she'll go back to hating her." And I'm like, "One, she never hated her. Right. Two, no
1: way <laughs> from the jump, where she's making fun of Tavros's disability. I never hated Vriska."
2: Yep, I, I I I'll be honest, Molly. Even I'm kind of iffy on whether this is great or not.
1: Um, I think narratively it's a little awkward. Okay. Yes. Alright. Uh it's just that your also, love for Briska
2: overcomes that.
1: Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah, like I I just unashamedly love her, so it All doesn't right. matter. That's I don't fair. care. <laughs> Plus, here's the here's the other thing is that everyone is so adamant about me not liking her that it makes it so much better to like her. Oh Molly, you have no yeah. idea. <laughs> this is you've really become a true
2: Briska fan. <laughs> That's half the fun of being a Riska
1: fan, is annoying people that don't like her. Oh, yeah, no, I just talk about it all the time. Yeah. People gotta hate me by now. Uh huh. Uh, it's good, actually. I understand
2: how you can try and stand up for this person who's just this unrepentant murderer, and. That's what they sound like, Molly. That's what they sound
1: like. And we're better than them. We. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, you're damn better than Gamzee fans. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, there are a bunch of people I've talked to who don't, who have told me that if I'm a Vriska fan, I have to be a Gamzee fan, and no thank you.
2: No, you don't.
1: <laughs> you do not. Uh, there's circumstances there. We don't have to talk about that until we finish up the comic, because sure. I have a lot of things to say about Gamzee and how awful his whole deal is. Yeah, yeah, we'll. well... Uh, but, but that's probably best for, like, a post-mortem. Yeah, probably. We had a
0: long discussion about Gamzee. On yeah. our postmortem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I um, he's so good early on. He's pretty good in Hivebent, and then yeah. everything goes bad. It just gets
0: worse from there. It just yeah. gets continuously worse every time he comes up. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. It is a case of diminishing returns. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys want to read Homestuck? Yeah. Let's read Homestuck.
0: Uh
1: Act six, act six, act five. Oh, right. You're not allowed to mute the
2: volume on these.
1: Yes. Oh, really? Nope. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah, if you try to, it just turns into Caliborn's head. (laughs) Is it super loud or something? No, it's just, he. you know, he's got his artistic vision.
0: That's true. Uh... Yeah. Oh, this is weird.
2: Yeah. They
0: were seeing the uh, spiral, but it's, like, going the opposite way. It's purple now. Yeah,
1: and there's that stage that Jade and Jane and Callie were at. Mm -hmm. Or a shittily drawn version of that. Right. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's like this really awful discordant version of the Homestuck theme. I have my volume kind
1: of low, so I can't really hear it, but yeah. I can hear the bad piano.
0: Yeah, now we're just zooming in on it very slowly. And there's bad piano playing. Yes. It's it's pretty bad. Oh, there it
1: is. Okay. Uh, so nice of you to join me.
0: To join me. F- to join us. To join me for. Uh, there's a vine. Uh-huh. Great. <laughs> oh, boy. Because this isn't a drawing I... anymore, Molly. Nope. You yeah, no.
1: We are seeing a live-action
0: version of the stage and, like, little... (laughs) Little clay figures
1: or something? Yeah. Yeah. This is great. Uh, my masterpiece.
0: I got my water. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The fruits of my artistic toils are finally at hand. You're welcome in advance for the narrative madness you're about to witness. It costs literally millions of coins to produce as well as most of my attention span for any further creative endeavors but you will probably agree, tearfully, that it is worth all of this expense and more, to see if my, to see my tiny actors of living bloody dare get ready to get dazzled as I fucking destroy the trend and dental boundaries of unconventional media g uh, 2 should be moving, sorry, I bumped it <laughs> good
1: um, I was gonna say actually, I feel like I've been cheating during Homo Suck this whole time because it's very clearly Caliborn giving the commands, and I have not tried to bother with the <laughs> voice. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, let us begin. Oh wow. Yeah. No, we're in you full know, he... claymation territory. Yeah, he is. This is a full ass claymation. <laughs> Yeah, no, it actually, he worked on it. Uh, let's see, so that's Gamzee over there, I'm assuming. Uh, that's mm-hmm. Little Sab and Little Cal. Yeah. That yeah. he's dragging up there? Okay.
0: The tale of my master meets describes. It's basically a spoiler to the ending of things. It takes place in a future moment, long beyond when we, you, or I have any business seeing what happens. But I found out and learned of this spoiler. I thought once. One of my plant's mini screens. The land of colors and the land of mayhem, it's no now. It knows all. And it will show everything to any man who is willing to find the right key. It turns out that such a man is the man that is me. So I will show you what I saw.
2: Yeah. He's gonna huh. s- he's
0: gonna spoil the ending of Homestuck. Okay. Not with the crude two dimensional tapes of my computer pencil. But the live is two plus dimensional forms of the grounded my groundbreaking clay puppets. Behold as animated objects of artistic expression. Well, you trashy fuck much never thought of pioneer to pioneer before in a million years. He thought of me bound in advance for being great. This is great. <laughs> yeah. I I forgot that these were not actually vines. Yeah, he just put a Vine logo on it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which is good, what with Vine, you know, exploding and all.
1: True.
0: But uh, I forgot I, that these were not actually Vine, so I was like, shit, are we gonna, like, have to... Right. Oh, yeah. Like, Vine is not going to exist by the time me and Molly read this. <laughs> we're gonna have to find the backups. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, movie magic at its best. I will tell you what I saw on the screen Believe me when I say that it happens precisely as I show it you here, Shots for thought This takes place after I got the magic rainbow eyes And yet, still before I am huge and wear a dapper trench coat for winners But as you can see, at this point in my rise to dominant invincibility I'm feeling pretty chuffed about myself My power is thick And my special eyeballs are gnarly as can be I can tell you I can hardly wait to I can tell you I can hardly wait to be this cool. As you know, I'm a man of patience and a blom.
1: Yeah, that's Caliborn.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh also look closely. I've got my Juju chest there, which I will win as some choice booty. From victoriously slaughtering my denizen, King Yellowdobe. Inside is a mighty weapon, which will come to play a little later. If my theater of wobbling puppet drama, it's like this. A about the theater. If you see a Juju in Act 1, then your Juju will probably be used right away in Act 1 to make everything more exciting as soon as possible. Also, which I should mention. One more banner piece of swag in my possession. I'm not sure how I came about this later, much like the clockwork lasers and Primo fashion jacket. It's a ring that found its way to me somehow, a golden ring of void. It becomes mine one day, the most beautiful thing I never knew I always wanted, It it's somehow preemptively coveted. It left me stay close to the darkness, to vanish and appear again, in places I had no business fucking with, full of plump and... Meaty people, alive and living, who one day will plead with the gods, begging them to curse my name. So he's got the Ring of Void. Yeah. Yes. Was that the one Roxy had? Yes. Okay. Uh, Here I am lording it over my minions. Classic honk friend, my rabbit pal for life, and my floppy puppy buddy. I'm bossing them around, being the shit, as always. Whatever. Uh I love this
1: everything that's <laughs> happening here. This is so know, cute. This is it's yeah. great.
0: It's weird how Caliborn is cute. He's such a shithead, but he's so he's cute. He's such an
1: adorable
0: little shithead, and I hate him and he's adorable. Yep. Yeah. I, I think Andrew has said that he uh when writing a character he has to like like them at some point. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: I mean that's fair because otherwise you don't want to write that character, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, Caliborn is a really likable character as long as you forget that he wants to murder everybody.
1: That's the thing. I think I think you can say like, man, he's a fun character even though he's the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, when suddenly eight assholes smuggled up their goofy pajamas appear out of nowhere. For some wrestling royale with yours truly. They all steal a ride with the windprick's snappy ghost magic to catch me unawares. It worked! Judging from my skull expression, I was really surprised. But then... Yes, yeah, so all, the, all the kids show up. Yep. My skull turns giddy and sinister. Because I know in my heart that they truly, they're about to get owned.
1: This panel is
0: terrifying, actually. <laughs> yeah.
1: Huh. If you draw a cowboy's face out of clay, it's very scary.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, they're all frisky and ready to fight. I can tell they are psyched about this. Like, they've been planning it and buying their time, and now they think they're strong enough to overtake me, if only because of the surprisingness of their ambush. And maybe they're even right. Maybe they could beat me. They have a lot of finding levels and magic boons now, they just like me, but see, I don't even give them the chance. Like I said, I have a superior weapon. I see no reason not to use it right away. What would be the second point if holding out? Defense? Bullshit. I pulled out the big guns, not instantaneously, cause I think like a great winner. And like most things that are good. This thing has imitations. That is the Homestuck logo that John stuck his hand in. Yeah. Which they said that they could, uh, that Caliborn could use it once, and then that they could use it once. Right. Uh, and rules and stuff. All Juju's have rules. The cooler the Juju, the trickier the rules. For one thing, the weapon could only be used against four guys at a time. Because its shape has, like, four slots or something, so I chose my targets carefully. I select like the four of these jokes, who I deemed the greatest threat to me. The blue failed salmon with the belligerent fifth, of course, so he can't owe me again with hurtful insults to my art, and also the alpha male in his smooth wave. Say goodbye to him too. I couldn't rest messing with his sword, which I understand to be the only thing reality that is poison to my invincibility because of an illegal ingredient, a white round circle of total knowledge. Oh, I targeted the two corresponding females as well, because why not? The dog one is a nightmare of powers, and the orange one perturbs me with her dictionary blither. Good revenge to bad teens. I love <laughs> the blue philistine
1: <laughs> with the belligerent fists. Yeah, he's gonna attack him with hurtful
2: insults.
1: <laughs> so he yeah. can't own me again.
0: <laughs> uh, So, I'm actually gonna hack me Lucas here for this part, because... You can maybe help ex- me explain this better than I could alone. I mean, I can try. <laughs>
1: uh, they're getting all sucked up into the Homestuck logo. Right. Mm-hmm. So... D- it, and this is something that's going to happen.
2: Right. Yeah. This hasn't happened yet. and it's This not, is the future. It's not immediately clear what this means. Because it doesn't seem like it just like kills them or something. So I the going well, imma- well good, I imagine it sends them backwards through the story so the the going like theory is that the idea is that by being caliborn's power is being a lord of time and having like all like I, oh God, I'm trying to think of what has already been explained and what's about to be explained in the next few pages, but uh so maybe
0: we should just click through yeah
1: why don't we click through and we'll talk about it after that. Okay, okay, let's do that. Uh, and just like that, they were gone.
0: Their souls were trapped in my juju forever. This solved one problem for me, but it starts another. The uh, juju, when it's safe or filled, changed its nature. It stopped being a weapon I can use ever again. It's weird and a bit lame, but you can't be too picky about awesome jujus. You have to take the good to the bad. Once I used it, it became mysteriously intangible. Like a hole a gap in the teeth of my story that now exists as a dangerous liability to me personally. It can only ever used as a weapon it gives me from now on, such as what Yodoboth, the, the great lewd star- snake, will tell me about the juju when we meet. So after using it, it made me nervous. I like Yolobrof. <laughs> the <green> lewd snake. <laughs> uh, so in the blink of an eye, I chatted it back in the chest and basically it away. Where no one would ever find it, deep in the battle of the vo- furthest ring, either my ring based communion with the void, POOF! Good luck digging that one up, haters. It is NEVER GONNA HAPPEN. With the first four bandits, the team of heroes were cut in kind of half. To be much easier for me to devastate a Smitty Swordsman, an underpants wimp, and two flippant bimbos, I would call it a cakewalk. When you're this cocky and brass, you don't walk threat No matter what kind of dessert you find under your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, so yeah, so
1: that's so that's the chest that they find the thing in later that Vriska finds. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, I should also relevantly mention, I'm still in possession of the swordsman Juju, his floppy friend of childhood. The one which I recognize to be an empty husk, he demands from me that he wants it back, but for most of the support, I can in no way blame him. Keep an eye on this one. the foreshadowing of him is pretty important for later, okay, so Dirk wants a little cow back, yeah, we're getting the nice zoom in and out on yep, the cow. Right.
2: God, I just remembered S- the flash that happens at the end of this, Ashley,
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, now is when the pummeling begins. The fracas is loud and hard. Power levels are off the chart. You can't even follow what's happening with your eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just knocks all the figures over. Yeah.
0: Uh, if you look at what happened to Gamzee.
1: Oh, God, he got cut in half again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Again. Getting cut in half is what Gamzee does these days. Uh, I'm mostly toying with them, though. It's all too easy. For an offended lord boy like me, I have a platter full of knuckle sandwiches to go around, plus other human food products you're familiar with, but also involving knuckles to make the punting metaphor work. There was more than enough to satisfy every hunger fifth deserver. And I know what you're thinking, that I have a reputation for having a problem of unfair cruelty that goes at silly ladies more than great gentlemen, which I take great offense. But still, let it be unconditionally accepted that I'm a fair man who listens to criticism and works, as always, to improve my masterful craft and my tremendous decency. Okay. And so he is specifically beating up Dirk and Jake. Yeah, well, that's uh, Dirk
2: and Jane. No, isn't that's it?
0: that's Dirk and Jane. Yeah, he's oh Dirk and Jane. Yeah. He's being equal opportunity asshole yeah.
2: because that makes it okay, right? <laughs> yeah. Great.
0: So. I was committed to a pleasure of personal beautification to try to doing less misogyny and start doing more prodigy. In fact, I fucking love sogeny and I will fight anyone who disagrees from that. Henceforth, look, all body terrors are being dealt with is in a precisely equal and respectful way both to freeble hoe and tiptoe j- tip-top dimp-gen alike. <laughs> Great, yeah. Fucking like little shit. <laughs>
1: Every dude who says equal opportunity, asshole, fuck off. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm ruining them, really. It's not a contest. Uh, they're such a bunch of pitiful and most intelligent, and I am a premier invincible titan of roughhouse brutality. It's too easy. Speedo Boy is down for the count because I slapped him gingerly. The mad is looking a bit woozy. <laughs> Cake maid took one drop too many and had to lie down for an overweight nap. This leave me mano a mano against the anime prince and his nonsense trousers. Is that Jake? No, this I don't is know, Dirk dirt.
1: and Jake both have nonsense pants. Well, yeah, but no? like one of them is but, an anime prince. True. <laughs> uh, and this one also has sound. Okay. Uh, it was a pretty good fight between us. Oh, no, this page.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they technically all have sound, but it's all just been the homestead
1: music, but you start to hear, like, him, like, fiddling like, with shit in the background. Yeah. Okay, okay, I just want to make sure that's what I'm hearing, because yeah. I thought I was like, is that one of you guys? Like, I can't no, that's actually... No, like, like, knocking yeah. shit over while he's trying to take these photos.
0: Great. Uh, it was a pretty good fight between us. Because he's strong, and I admire that. I shouldn't... I let a battle happen for longer when two tough dudes are involved. Trying this stuff, but in the end, it's our glasses and sword material were enough. I got the surprise job on his powerful body with my wrestling moves. <laughs> my overconfidence
1: was my Achilles' downfall. I do though. want to point
2: out, uh, on the topic of sound. This page has him making a bunch of fighting sounds. <laughs> paw, 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 paw. <laughs> it's
0: amazing. I love it. Like again. Caliborn, weirdly adorable. He's
2: adorable,
0: and I hate him. Mm-hmm. Also, I just love the idea of Andrew Hussey. Making clay figures going... Well, he would have to animate the clay figures and then, like, record himself going... Yeah. Amazing. I made it, nearly The amateurs' boner. I turned my back on the body. The crybear in the yellow pan. He's got upset with me. Uh, then I was wearing an excellent on his increasingly battered, pretty, ho- pretty boy ninja stud. And by upset, I mean he then fully fleds chantim of pure hope. <laughs> the fucking sound on this page.
1: Yeah, I just yeah, checked he, I wasn't he,
2: sure. I kind of assumed he farmed this uh, claymation stuff out, but there's no one listed in the credits page, so I think Hussey did all this.
0: Wow. I, I think he checked that when we read it. Did we? <laughs> it was a while um, ago. Yeah. So Jake's um, but, doing
1: the hope thing.
0: Yeah, so he's doing his hope thing. Uh, The hope, my god. It was blinding, beautiful even. Okay, maybe the con isn't doing it justice, hmm. Okay, yeah, maybe this just looks stupid. You know, you try things and sometimes it just looks like shit. Let's call this my one and only fuck-up in history. (laughs) Well, the second maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Second only to underestimating this sad sack of hope. Who knew that such a sibling and had such an outburst stowed in his girly bosom? Clearly not I, even though I had the information well advanced, it was just that surprising. It seems that hope power is overwhelming. Yeah, now the cotton is like coming out of stage. the stage. It's everywhere. Oh my god! Him the slow mo. <laughs>
1: Caliborn in the hope.
0: Yeah. Uh, Great. And we get a good sound effect of Caliborn screaming. He's just like, "Yeah, oh. mm-hmm. Even to the clockwork man junk, it looked like I thought I could use my rainbow ether field to overpower his massive gay hope bubble. Alas, it was my perfectly decified hubris, which bit me in the ass. In the end, even though I'm sure I must have known this outcome was going to happen, I can still be it can still be worth it to get owed if it means having a lot of self-esteemed hubris about yourself. And so, the English boy deals me my final defeat ever. My first defeat ever. Since the thinning as an invisible, technicolor time kid. I get dunked as fuck. <laughs> Same.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the best line in Homestuck. Yeah. And it's they square my bottom. i ran prone for several minutes. Staring at the ceiling, blinking a bit. prawning where things went wrong in life. How I, the Lord of Time could experience such woeful ownage. There was no bodily hunger current, of course, except to my incredible ego, which is a fate worse than getting broken bones. So I just lie there, thinking sadly, achieving some depression. I'm sure at this point, I turn to thoughts of respect. Respect for the pansy one. For the pansy ass, pretty legged page, and his maybe accidental prowess, I under, I under misestimated him. And uh. And vision happens in my breath. maybe I'll jack his swagger too. As he once did mine. Maybe after a lifetime of utterly desert humiliation, sobbing and spontaneous iteration, he's learned that much. The clue here is that I steal his name. God, you thick, stupid fucks. Why do I bother with subtext? Or even... Or find literary nuance? God, fuck. God, I, I take his name later. English. That's me later. That's my name. Stupid brain the fuck. Holy shit, you're dumb as bothers as come. God.
1: <laughs> Great. Um. So they just take each other's names over and over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Uh, meanwhile, Strider regroups from his trouncing.
0: Oh, all the, uh, there's still cotton hanging everywhere.
1: Yeah, just leftover cotton.
0: And sees the chance to do away with me for good. He knows by now that he can't kill me. Then he did the next best thing, which is to banish my soul. He's hurt bad and is slow to use his pink soul-killing spell. This gives me time to rebound from my shameful-ass whooping too, and pull my sorry butt out of the own zone. So I get up, and... I nearly get the drop on him before he releases this spell, but then, what's this? This commotion. The haunting sound of knave, except they're robot knaves. This is where the horses come into play. The goddamn horses. How truly and utterly ironic that my very demise could be in the proximity of some horses. What? No, really, what? I didn't follow that. I'm still not following it. To be honest, I'd think it over. I'm thinking over right now, I have a feeling it'll be thinking over for the rest of my life. Perhaps we all well. will. Wait, they should be robots. Hold on while I paint the horses to look like metal r- horses. Damn. The work of a craftsman is never done. Christ. Uh, so basically... He's now painted the horses silver. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. But like, also shit, like, you, you can see where he held them. Yeah. On the legs. Yeah. Yep. Great. I don't know what the fuck is going on, so I'm really distracted. I'm saying to myself, this is, I'm, this is shit. Nothing good can either follow or proceed in an event such as this, and then, that's when it happens.
1: The sweaty, muscular ghost appears out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, so I think, uh, Arqueous Sprite. Oh, yeah. I think at some point someone asked, can you, like, summon a bunch of, like, horses or something? Yeah,
2: so here's the question. Did he build a bunch of robot horses, or does he just summon robot horses wherever he goes? <laughs> Both?
0: <laughs> he
1: built them and can summon them? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just, like, he just likes building them. Right. True. I had no idea who he is or where he came from. Judging from the, the faces of the guys, they don't either. Nobody sees this coming. Is a total ambuscade. And, and my skeleton doll is dropped a fit. He's pinned me into place with his ripped muscles, and I'm completely immobilized. Probably because of the strength and also due to my awe and admiration. I just can't move. This gives Dirk just the time he needs. They they're pulling a a piccolo and a goku here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but luckily the Goku is someone we really don't care about. Right. Yeah,
2: right.
1: Uh, do we have to go on, uh... Oh, God. Snake Road? What is it? Yeah, Snake Way. Yeah.
0: Snake, yeah, way, snake pa- way. Go to the home for internal losers.
1: <laughs> God. I don't want to go to King Kai's planet. That's the most boring shit. <laughs> no,
2: you want to go to that Snake Princess's castle. I don't remember the Snake Princess. Like, halfway through Snake Way, is he, really tired and hungry, and there's, like, a Snake Princess. He's like, why don't you come eat all you want at my castle? And then it turns out that, like... She is a snake, and I think the whole castle is part of her, and she tries to eat him.
0: Shit, okay. To do his flamboyant pink spell. It owns me completely, but sadly, the Dirk maybe, it also owns the muscle hero. Both of our souls are consumed by the enchantment. I think
1: he thought he could
0: destroy my soul. But he bit off more than he his fleshy skull could chew, so he uses it his irony again. It stuck my soul in his juju. Exactly the way I stuck his buddies in my juju. There's one I got from... The one I got from Yodel Booger. It's like... Poetic Justice, I guess. Except puppetry. It's a poetry. So, Poetic Justice. Oh yeah. I like that. The muzzle ghost came along for the ride. And I guess the soul... His soul got trapped in there too. I have no idea what that means. Honestly, it is... Disturbing as hell, then I'd prefer not to dwell on it in greater ramifications to my long-term existence. Maybe it's good, or maybe it's dumb. Maybe it's good and dumb, or smart and bad. There are so many words things can be when they when you're confused. <laughs> also, po- uh, yeah, one half of Gamzee also gets dragged in. Oh God, yeah, that's true. Uh, at this point. His beloved Juju is no longer a hollow vessel. It is there much crowded in there. Chock full of souls. Belong to hardcore brawler broods and he knows it. The puppet is now a problem to go away with. Just like my Juju was. So they use the same basic thing. They get their drunkard sorceress of void to banish the puppet once and for all. Into the darkness. Never to be found again and is probed By probing hands handsome meat. Yes, never to be found. But not never to resurface. Oh no. You see, my soul is the tenacious one. I know this fact firsthand because it has been inside my brain all my life. It's a real motherfucker. I'll tell you that much. The puppet's essence will flop and flutter through the shadows for eternity, surfacing in the nightmares of the unsuspecting, weaseling its way into the hearts of yucky, shitty children. And and its infiltration to that universe has taken hold, the seed will have been planted, and it will pave the way for my emergence, to wreck my badness, from universe to universe, to universe. Each one will fall, and each time I'll get stronger, and older, and bigger, and buffer. Oh yes,
2: it will be time.
1: Yeah, because wasn't Doc Scratch made out of the cue ball and Lil' Cal?
2: Yeah. 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 And Lil' Cal, like, if you trace him back all the way, he appeared because Gamzee made Dave have nightmares about him. Yeah.
1: Uh, It will be time indeed for me to get...
0: (laughs) (laughs) RIPPED!
1: Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> it's been a minute since we see some spaj
0: yep and now if you will excuse me I must put down the toys and ways of a child and confront the big things of becoming a huge man by dueling the supreme beast of my legend land, his serpentine eminence Yo- yogurt boner himself I have to go fight him now so this is the last time you will ever hear my excellent voice I will duel and crush my slithering sexual snake boss. finish why I started when I stepped my metal foot into this children's farce. I will do that because I want to. And when that is said and done, and you see me at the peak of a mountain of trophies, resting on my throne of prizes, I'll want to get to tell you that I did what I wanted to do. So if you remember just one thing I'd say, and so many great things said by me, then please remember this. I wanted to play a game. <laughs> so before we have a mental breakdown,
2: uh-huh. maybe we should talk about everything we just saw. Okay. I
0: my I, I thought it said the flash at the end of this. I thought you meant another one, but yeah, oh boy. No no,
2: I meant that one. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that fucking flash. Uh,
2: okay, so Ashley wanted me to explain the thing with the homestuck juju. Yes. So the Lord English's whole thing is that like his power is that time always works out in his favor. Like there's this whole concept throughout Homestuck where like there's a way things are supposed to happen, right? Yes. And if you deviate from that, everything gets fucked up. Um yep. and like when I was reading it with Ashley, I kept telling her to think about like, well, supposed to happen according to who? Because the answer is supposed to happen according to Lord English. Yes. Um, and I think the the Homestuck Juju is supposed to be, like... He basically just trapped them in the story of Homestuck. Which means that their lives are now... Um, dictated by whatever he wants and needs for his own purposes. Okay, yeah. Because um, they're the ones who released him. Yeah, th- I mean, they're the ones that first thought of him, and they're, like, the main characters, so they're... Yeah. And I... Th- this is getting much more into, like, headcanon theory land, but, uh, you remember the curse that Carcat put on everybody in Hive Bent? Yeah. I think that that's why they're affected by Lord English. Because okay. the the curse was supposed to be, like, everybody he ever meets and everybody that, like, ever knows him is doomed. So yeah. I, I think it roped them into it, too, and then I think Roxy accidentally did it to the Alpha kids when she sent... Jane, that exploding computer program.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, that's yeah, me she just... She doesn't know why she did it, but... Right. That's me just making shit up, so who knows if that's accurate. Sure, I mean, like, I, I could buy into that. It seems a little far-fetched, but... Right, right. You know, homestuck.
2: But yeah, so the idea is that, now, that they, now they are trapped in what Lord English considers canon, which is then why, when John uses it again, he gets to rewrite canon. Right.
0: Yeah, and that is also why, like... Caliborn kept on getting better at art and specifically the way that Homestuck is drawn. Yeah. Yeah, because
2: Homestuck has because, that like very pixelated art style. Yes.
0: And yeah, he's because Yeah. He has kind of been controlling it since day one.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um
2: But then with with the stuff at the end there. So, you brought up Doc Scratch, and uh, yep. now that we know... So, everybody that got sucked into Little Cal, in total, we got, we got uh, Caliborn, we got Gamzee, yep. and then you got yep. uh, Arqueous. Arqueous and Dirk? Arqueous and the AR version of Dirk. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, doesn't the whole, like... Super smart, smarter than you, knows everything, personality of AR, kind of reminds you of Doc Scratch. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I just pulled up uh, from the la- the first time I guested on this strain of Homestuck, when uh-huh. Rose was talking to Doc Scratch. When uh, I-, I think that may get brought up in the mental breakdown. Well, no, th- the, the part you're talking about, yeah, but the part I wanted to bring up from it was... um. Okay. She asked... She asks him if it's likely that he'll that she'll become God tier, and he says that's a weird question and he likes it because AR likes talking about probabilities. Yeah. Fifty he says fifty percent. Right. But he always comes up with bullshit probabilities when you ask him about right. stuff.
3: Yeah. It's been there all along,
1: Molly. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's a trip. Yeah. Or uh, I I've also well,
2: got uh Real quick, I've got the page... Did you ever read this back to her, Ashley? The thing from the beginning of Homestuck? No. Okay, it's it's like the most relevant right now, where... This is when John, like, finds... This is his poetry moment, where, uh... What is it? It's your 13th birthday, and as with all 12 preceding it, something feels missing from your life. The game presently eluding you is only the latest sleight of hand in the repertoire of an unseen Riddler, one to engender a sense not of mirth, but of lack... His core schemes are those less of a prankster than a common pickpocket. His riddle is absence itself. It's a mystery dispersing altogether, like the moon's faint reflection with even one petal of inquiry dropped in its black well. He's talking about Lord English all the way back in Act 1. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But I, I could understand if that revelation might inspire some really crazy, mind-blow feelings in you, Molly.
1: (laughs) It's crazy to think that maybe he had an idea for this character in Act 1. I don't think he did. I think he's just good at... No, I don't think so either, but I think you could fit anything into that once you make a description. Right. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't credit him for, like, half of the stuff that happens. No. it It just happens that you can fill in the blanks afterwards if you look
0: at your own work. Right. And have, like, a millions of people trying to theorize about your work. Right.
2: Like, yeah, he just has an unlimited, like, creative pool to draw from for ideas. Yeah, he has
1: a creative bank that he he has a hive mind, whether whether they know it or not. Right, exactly. (laughs) Who are helping to create Homestuck, whether or not there are prompts for people to enter. Well, it's like I've talked about, too, like, yeah,
2: you're totally right. He had almost nothing planned in advance, but when you're doing this every single day of your life for, like... There was a point in time where he was talking about this, and he was like, yeah, I get up in the morning, I draw Homestuck for, like, 16 hours, and then I go to sleep. And that's most yeah. of, that's most days of my life. When you're, like, that in it, you're going to be constantly thinking up ideas and ways to connect things. Right, exactly.
1: That's too into a thing. Yeah. <sighs> well, there's I'm a not reason break that
2: Homestuck slowed way down eventually.
0: Yeah, because it it's untenable. unsustainable. Oh, let's move on. Let's have a mental breakdown. Let's have a mental breakdown. <laughs> 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 I just love the drawings of the MSPA reader. <laughs> the eyes getting bigger. Look how with Gamzee in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's him making Dave think of Lil Cal Yeah
1: Yeah. <laughs> confirmed Illuminati Illuminati confirmed uh, And there's Jane and Dirk And Lil Cal Like every time Lil Cal shows up And then he goes through the uh, Alpha uh, yeah. Reckoning and, the, and beta. the Beta
0: reckoning Yeah
1: yeah, and every time he's there,
0: yeah. So that's him full. Yeah, that's when he's got Lord English inside of him. Yeah. Oh, there's not, not really all there is to say on the matter.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Cal getting thrown through the portal to go to the troll session. Them repairing him.
2: And then he gets Doc turned Scratch into Doctor Scratch created.
1: Illuminati confirmed times two. <laughs> 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 Equius getting killed while Rose goes, that's kind of creepy. Kind Good. of is. And we see English.
0: who is this muscular dude like, Arcre- like Equius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the MSPA reader falls into oblivion. Yeah. Oh, now we're gonna get the alpha timeline.
0: With the, or the, ba- yeah, they have the alpha timeline. Yes. So this is him empty. <laughs> right. This is the empty cow. Yeah. Gets
1: lost in the ocean. Gun. <laughs> it's South a gun Earth. under the stump. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This must be fucking inscrutable to a listener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> there's really nothing to be done about it. <laughs> no. It's almost like a kind of weird clip show.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, that, it is a clip show of, like, everything that's happened. There's, there's uh, well, it's the same as, like, Jack English. He did the same
2: thing for uh, the bunny and for the cat, like, showing its path through time once we've seen it all.
1: Yeah. Human uncle. Fuck me. (laughs) Yeah! Fuck. Dark
0: Scratch is her uncle. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: And somebody stops the record. Yeah, some troll is just up with this. A kindly human uncle. Kindly human uncle. Fucking A. (laughs) Got me. Shit. (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: So good.
2: Yeah, so amazing. The music from that is yeah. actually from the Saw soundtrack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they got permission to is. use it.
4: <laughs>
1: of course it is. Of course.
0: It is. <sighs> like it, it, it's, it says something to the Homestuck music team where I feel like it fits in. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. But there's no
2: difference between all of the music made by the team and music made by a professional Hollywood pr-
0: composer. Right. Fucking a. Uh, that 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 human uncle thing got me so. <laughs> I got so a a, fucking, I got fucking angry. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad about it. <laughs> I, the the photo they use of Rose when you like when you realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Perfect. <laughs>
1: Boy. It's a good flash. It's a good, it's a really flash. good flash. It's a good flash. <laughs> Goofy as fuck. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, act six, Act six intermission
0: five. I forgot you guys hadn't seen this yet. I was thinking it happened earlier. Yeah, no, me too. Someone puts the record on, yeah, like a new record on. That's Friska. It's Friska, and she's opening up Friska Gram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this music's very good. Yeah, is this Moon sweater? I love like this music. Yeah, yeah. And so now we're seeing what happened when Friska was there.
1: Yeah, the whole thing because we have a bunch of intermission to go through. Right, so where she,
0: was actually there now. Right. Yes, yeah, so yeah. she tied up Gamzee. Uh, yeah, the uh, WV gets revived and she's <laughs> having g- Gamzee be This is amazing. Her. <laughs> uh, Carcade and Dave and WV are playing a hopscotch. Yeah, hopscotch. Aw, Dave. You <laughs> <Aw>, Dave. a <laughs> <buddy>. your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Cat's <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Was like, oh my goodness, what's that? <laughs> uh, Gamzee's trying to do his uh black rom. Yeah, with Terezi. He pushes her away. Yeah, Teresi pushes him away. And Vriska trips him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Don't don't.
1: Fuck you, Gamzee. Oh, they go off arm in arm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's Rosenkinella reading books. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's where you got that avatar. Yeah.
0: Let's go make a coffee. because like, yeah, let's hey, get real on this. Right.
1: <sighs> oh my god, David Carcat. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is the best. It's so cute. <laughs> and Trisk and Br- they were just like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit.
1: Now there's Rose, doing the drinking. goes like, oh hey, how you doing? Fuck off. <laughs> Knock that shit off, we need you!
0: Yeah. Oh, Aw, Dave, Dave and Karkat. It's oh, so cute! Dave what? Movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aww. But. Oh, yeah. The ancestors.
0: Gamzee's like, oh, Briska's here, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's oh, and there's me, then, Briska!
1: Yeah, yeah, weird Yes, yeah, so apparently
2: Rhett Johnning all that Didn't, uh, get rid of the ghost No, okay, that Jane was the cutest Jane I've seen It's a very cute yeah. Jane It's a very good Jane And is now taking Gamzee's place as, like, the person that fucks up all their sprites
1: Yeah There's Dirk <laughs> She brings Equius' <Aquinas's> head <laughs> Hey, let me throw this in there Yeah Hey, hey like,
4: bud. Uh,
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good flash. Yeah That was fantastic. Like it's barely like it's not really an animation, it's just a series of Right it's images your but it's just, feed. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, it seems like uh Therese didn't get with Gamsey. Right. Which is good. very good. Yeah. Extremely good. Rose isn't an alcoholic. Also- right. Also, it seems like Dave and Karket are maybe. Yeah.
2: They might be together. They might be together. That might be the cutest. Yeah. It, it, you know, just in general, when Vriska's around, everybody's lives
1: are better. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Sometimes you need an awful, horrible person in your life. <laughs> who's just trying her best. Gosh darn it. Gosh darn.
0: <laughs> uh, next... Oh, uh, we see the clouds in Skya. Yeah. Next. We're zooming in on one cloud which is all dark and has Skya in it. Next. We're zooming in more now we don't see the cloud anymore. Nope. Next. Okay, we're seeing Skya and the destroyed prospect. Right, and there's something down there too. Something down there. Next. Oh Yeah.
1: Is that the fight? That's where the trolls have the fight thing. Well, and
0: also that's where their door showed up. Right. Next. It's just everyone hanging out on this yeah. platform. Next. This, this lily pad.
1: Yeah, so we have uh, uh, Jade, Dirk, Carcat, WV, Rose, and Kanaya. Uh, Jane is asleep, but she still has the tiara on. Yeah. Uh, Equ- Arqueous Sprite. Uh, Vriska and Terezi hanging out with the f- uh, fridge that's been chained shut. Um, is that just a Tavros sprite now? Yeah. 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 And, uh, fucking Jake. Jake. That douche. <laughs> uh, there's, there's someone missing. There's somebody missing.
0: Gamzee? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's here, but he's not seen. <laughs>
1: Good. Well, and Dirk did still get warped out into the furthest ring.
5: Well, you did know, he still get like warped. Yeah, he
1: probably still got warped out because uh, Jade doesn't get knocked out until she shows up on the meteor. Right. Yeah. Okay. Next.
2: Um. I don't know how we're
1: divvying this up.
2: Yeah. How we're yeah, we so gonna? The- oh, there's three characters on this page, so you just want to do. Well, Rose is take- on this page, so
1: Ashley's got Rose.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Vriska's on this page, so you've got Briska.
1: Yeah, I can do for a second. I guess I got Dave! Okay.
2: Is it time yet? No. Oh. How about now?
4: No, Dave, we've been waiting for three years. Three years is a pretty long time. Long enough for me to have picked up the habit of calling them years instead of far more sensible unit of measurement, sweeps. I think you should be able to survive just a little longer.
2: I still don't understand what's supposed to happen. He's just supposed to, like, appear?
4: That's my understanding, yes.
2: You mean... here? On this frog circle thing?
4: I don't know. Somewhere in this session. At which point, if he has any brain at all, he'll seek us out.
2: So, Jade came on a gold ship through a tiny window, apparently, but... John wasn't on it.
4: Well, his corpse was somewhere. But that John doesn't matter anymore. Kind of like how there was a bird version of you out there, now presumed dead, who also didn't matter. The real John and the other Lalonde girl will spontaneously appear from a different reality. I determined a lot of this through my time travel reconnaissance work upon arriving in this session. Sorry to steal all the timey thunder from the great night of time." End quote. But someone had to take the initiative and go on a fact-finding mission.
2: No, it's cool. You can have that thunder if you want it.
0: When exactly is this supposed to happen? Soon. And she's... unhurt? Will she remember our brief encounter?
4: This is a totally different Lalonde girl. Things went differently for her, so she'll have different memories. I have no idea if you and she interacted at all in her timeline. I don't know the full extent of John's alt-reality experiences either, but apparently things went raw for them in about as many ways as you can imagine. Presumably because I wasn't around to keep everyone's shit in
1: order.
0: Next. Yeah, now this is where we're starting to get it maybe a bit.
1: Oh, Christ. Yep. Just a rainbow
0: text as you scroll down. Okay. Uh,
1: I can take Kanaya. Okay. I'll obviously
0: take Rose. Yeah, you'll Uh, take Rose. Riska, Dave. Yeah. Rose. Okay. I'll take Carcat. Okay. You sure?
2: Uh, I guess I got Tavros, and I can do, um,. Arqueous, I Arqueous? guess? Yeah, I can do Arqueous. I guess I'll grab the three Jake lines. Alright.
1: Okay. I feel like I didn't grab that many. That's alright. You're fine. There's a, Actually, there's a lot of risk at the riska, end, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and card
0: okay. kind of actually goes out, so. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. It should be all fine. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out.
3: Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I agree with the sentiment largely. ...of you being more competent than most people in general, Vriska. Thanks,
0: Tavros. Eh... Yeah. Hey, look. I know I'm not considered important enough to be in the loop on certain key tactical decisions anymore... ...and that I don't really know what's going on most of the time... ...and therefore am forced to take any bullshit that happens with a grain of snack... ...mineral big enough to bludgeon a man to death. But it's not too much trouble, Vizca, maybe you could take a moment to explain why Tavros is now a sprite. And Equus, too. And also why Equus is wearing a new pair of moronic-looking sunglasses. Thanks in advance.
4: Sorry if you're having trouble keeping up with the times, Carcat. I didn't explain it because I thought the nature of the development was fairly self-evident. I mean, no offense, but I didn't hear anyone else voicing any confusion. What about you, Kanaya? Did you think it was fairly self-evident? I thought it was fairly self-evident. Yeah, see? You apparently took it upon yourself to prototype the three-year-old cadavers of two of our deceased friends.
0: No, I got that. I'm not a fucking idiot. I mean, where did you find these unprototyped kernels? Didn't these people already enter their session?
4: Yes, they did months ago from the current frame of reference, but this is a void session, Garcat. I thought we talked about this.
5: Uh, eh?
4: A void session, by definition, is one where the players enter the game with kernels unprototyped. As such, it becomes totally dysfunctional. It can't bear fruit because there's no battlefield in Skya unless you go to the trouble of putting one there, of course. Which the Condice has already done for us, via Grimbark Jade prior to our arrival. Quite considerate of her, really. This is aside from the point, though. The bottom line is this session comes courtesy with four unprototyped kernels waiting to be put to use. So not being one to let a sweet perk go to waste, I took initiative and put two of them to use myself. Really, this is some basic stuff,
0: and I'm sure we went over it all at one point during our trip. We did. Carcat, don't you remember when I walked everyone through this? I was making extensive notes in my journal. When I looked away for a moment, you and Dave wrestled the tome away and began scribbling fallacies in it while giggling like children. Um, maybe... I guess that rings a dong shouter. A what? Dude! What? Shut up! Look, a lot has happened in three years. We've all been through stuff. Am I really expected to remember every tedious morsel of exposition from our resident light bores?
4: Rose, get a load of this grateful philistine. He doesn't deserve our fucking acumen. Between your nerdish obsession with over-the-knowledge granted by our aspect and my unprecedented ability to weaponize said knowledge with ruthless ga- with ruthless gamesmanship, we are double-handedly saving the asses of everyone on this team.
0: I'm glad at least one person here appreciates this categorical certainty.
4: Hey, I appreciate that categorical certainty. Whom do you think I was referring to?
0: Wow, okay, what the fuck ever, to that thank load of crap. I'm still spouting off here, I think. That's
4: fine, Carcat. Take all the time you need to collect yourself and continue frothing at the mouth whenever
0: you're ready. Okay, i figured out some stuff I'm still either pissed off and or confused about. You say there are four kernels here. You know, we did lose more than two friends on that meteor. Which reminds me, I guess I should say, hi Tavros and Equus, again. Nice to see you guys back with us. Sort of. Pardon me if I can't get too sentimental about reunions, since along the way here we ran to about ten different versions of your stupid ghosts. That kind of was the little air the poignancy balloon. Sorry. Hey, buddy! Wink! Don't wink at me!
2: Greetings, old friend! Not to worry, I have stored enough poignancy in my heaving balloon-like pectorals for the both of us. Though I should clarify that approximately half of my person Wait, oh, he fucking typoed it. Way to go, chump man. <laughs> Though I should clarify that approximately half of me personally couldn't give the faintest fidgeting horse dump about you or your sentimental notions. Also, I'm very busy here, so stop talking to me completely. <laughs>
4: Oh, man, classic. (laughs) Uh...
0: Okay, that was weird. Uh, yeah. And speaking of weird, one thing that bugs me about this is, I guess it implies that you've been hoarding the bodies of our dead friends for the past three years. That's a bit fucked up, even for you. And not to get, like, too macabre, but I would have thought that they would have, like, Rotted by now or something?
4: Yes, there was some moderate decomposition. I did my best to preserve them for the journey, after quickly rounding up the bodies while people had their backs turned.
0: Well, shit. That's a hell of a mystery that I always thought was a mystery, but found it too disturbing to contemplate solving. But damn if it didn't get solved. So that's fucked up. (laughs) If
4: you'd stop being a wuss for half a second about a bunch of corpses, I'll explain my reasoning. These are the only two sprites I had any intention of using for resurrection purposes. I brought Tavros back, because let's face it, that was kind of my fault, for unnecessarily impaling him with his own lance and all. It was my responsibility to make amends for that, so I did.
3: Oh yeah. Tavros,
4: don't interrupt.
3: Whoops.
4: Then I made Arqueous sprite, because, first of all, he's a fucking national treasure. Literally everything he says is perfect and hilarious, and if I hear a single word of the contrary from the peanut gallery, the motherfucker with a beef rocket's to the top of my shit list. So, please, I enthusiastically invite one of you no-taste mouth-breathers to talk smack about the A-Man. Make my day.
2: Vris, yo, nobody's arguing with you on that. Everybody here thinks he's pretty cool. Sunglasses! Like... (laughs) 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 Like, just enough freakshare steps removed from being my bro, I guess enough to make me not feel like-
4: Dave, don't interrupt either. Nobody's allowed to interrupt me while I'm talking up Arqueous Sprite. That's the rule.
2: Owned! (laughs) Wow, owned! Oh, shut the fuck up.
4: Second, the guy's a fucking tactical genius. Totally conniving and calculating and unafraid to use methods that are just a bit morally dubious to achieve his objectives. And, since I can't stick around for too long, your party's going to need someone like that. Besides, it seems like a really fitting fit- fate for Equius. He genuinely seems to be a lot more comfortable with this state of existence, and seems a lot happier than I ever remember him being when he was alive. So I'm perfectly willing to do him this solid. After all, he did help me out when I blew my arm off.
2: So, now we're square. You mean triangular. What? Triangular. I... I don't... It's the shape of my club glasses. Oh. Oh! <laughs> See what I mean, guys? He's a fucking riot! Agreed. Thank you for the strong and horsement, low-blood slash person I've never heard of and don't care about. <laughs> I'll be finished with my work here momentarily.
1: Excuse me, Mr. Aqueous, What exactly are you doing to her? I'm disabling her tiara top.
2: It is extremely delicate work, not to be trusted to human hooves.
4: Yes. I've also decided it's imperative to reclaim Crocker from the Condice before she can wake up and cause more trouble. Her powers will be incredibly advantageous to winning the battle ahead. If you can keep her out of harm's way, in addition to providing her general-purpose restorative capabilities, she also represents one extra life for everybody. And since heroic deaths could be getting handed out like inexpensive tobacco flutes pretty soon, I'm guessing this boon is gonna come in
1: handy. Lord. (laughs) Next. Friska just really loves Arqueous. Yeah. <laughs> she just loves Arqueous Sprite. Uh, I'll take Terezi. Yep. This page is pretty much just Terezi and Friska yeah. with some Arqueous Sprite, so we're cool. Yep.
0: Uh, so, uh, how about our other dead friends? Huh? You know, Nepeta, Aridin.
4: Oh, right, them. I was getting to that.
0: Oh, okay. I know we talked a lot of strategy in advance, Friska. But I really don't remember you mentioning a plan to prototype our friend's corpses. Might have been nice to get a heads up. Uh, Not to make a bad pun on account of the fact that most of their heads were literally severed.
4: Yeah, sorry. I had a lot of logistic buzzing around in my brain. It's hard to keep you apprised of everything that crosses my mind. I promise I'll be as thorough and transparent about my motives as I can from now on. Okay, Pyrope? Okay. So, after prototyping Tavros and Equius, leaves four remaining dead friends, but only two colonels. Obviously, this presents quite a dilemma. Well, okay, technically three and a half friends, whatever the fuck that means. Nepotroph a fairy, Aridon, and Solux's dead body? With his half-ghost floating around there with Aradia? I know that caveat sounds stupid as hell, but let's not get hung up on it. The fact is, we've got four corpses, but only two slots remaining. And there's no way I'm going to lump their bodies into the same sprite to make a pair of freaks resigned to an existential hell worse than death. Except in Arqueous Sprite's case, since those two nutjobs mesh with each other's personalities so phenomenally.
2: I must compliment the exquisite judgment you've shown in this matter. But if I may suggest, nay, perhaps command, you should prototype the two royal bloods and be done with it. They deserve it.
4: No... Aqueous, your reservation is noted, but the Hemospectrum is bullshit. It's not going to factor into this decision.
2: I STRONGLY disagree, but also sort of don't care. As you were.
4: So, considering there are four left, I can't personally say that is any more as deserving of life than the others, and I intend to let them all rest in peace. That is my ruling, and I am inclined to call it final. They can live out the rest of their afterlives in the dream bubbles, which still need to be saved from Lord English, lest we forget, but of our greater importance here is the fact that this leaves two empty kernels as a resurrection backup, in case one of you two jokers dies in the line of duty too once too often. Believe me, you'll thank me later for thinking this all through so well in advance.
0: Okay, that's a good reason to have spare kernels, but maybe we should back up a bit. I'm not sure your verdict on our dead friends is teleotide. or that you had the authority to make a final ruling.
4: Oh, come on, Terezi. I'm not saying I'm an authority on morality here. I only said my ruling is final because my logic was so impeccable. It was kind of like a, a figure of speech.
0: Yeah, right. Let's think it through a little more. Salko's half-ghost is perfectly happy out there with Aradia. We've seen him and confirmed it ourselves, so there's no reason to consider him. Inherited? He murdered for fairy and try to kill Kanai and Sox. He doesn't even deserve to be in the running. But Nepeta and Feferi, what did they ever do to anyone?
4: Yes, this was my point exactly. I don't want to be the arbiter of Eridan's value as a person because of the mistakes he's made. Or fairies, or Nepeta's, or Sox's, or anybody's. The only reason I chose these two over the others is on account of taking responsibility for some nasty shit I personally did. Plus also some tactical considerations for the greater good, but that's different. I would think you of all people would be on the same page as me when it comes to taking responsibility for your own actions, while in the same stride not judging other people for their misdeeds too harshly. But if you feel comfortable continuing to crown yourself as the Queen of Justice, then be my guest.
0: Oh, give me a break. I think we both know the justice issues here are pretty cut and dried. Salks wants to be where he is. Eredin is a murderous douche. The girls are innocent. I say we bring him back.
4: Teresi, please, let's not bicker in front of the party. We need to be showing solidarity
0: here. We do? Yes, we are
4: equally important to the party as its overarching executives, the ones with the most experience in the department of guile and ruthlessness. I may project my voice a little louder than you and borrow the spotlight for a little longer, but you were always the soul of Team Scourge. I couldn't be doing this without you. I wouldn't even want to.
0: Aww. Yeah, okay. You're right. I'm behind you all the way.
4: <laughs> I stated my case, but if you really want to revive them, that's fine with me. I've got the torso parts with me right here, so feel free to round them up and prototype them any time.
0: You do? Where?
4: In the hunger trunk. I've stashed all the spare remains there to keep them fresh, along with our, uh, um, final living party member.
5: Huh? Oh.
0: Oh. Oh. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I think. Uh. I think I revive him a little later. Yeah. Later.
1: Suit yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great.
1: They put Gamzee in the fridge. <laughs> just. Just leave him in there. Fuck Gamzee with a bunch of rotting corpse pieces. <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> Next. Uh, it sounds like Vriska on her trip got a little got maybe a little bit softer. Maybe a little softer. Maybe a little bit. So
2: am I inferring correctly from some shit I just heard that
0: uh, Inferring what?
2: That Vriska is like the de facto team leader now or Vriska and Terezi? I don't know. I never understood the scored shit. You two have always been like this scheming giggling enigma huddled together in a pea pod for hella self-tickled murder dorks couldn't for the life of me figure out what you've been up getting up to on that meteor. Is this it? Is what it? The plan you were hatching all along. Is this like your big move? Your power play to usurp Karket as team leader finally?
0: Oh
4: brother, Dave, no this isn't a coup, it's just common sense rearing its ugly head for a change.
2: Oh, got it. Good. Wait, no, don't got it. Ugh. It sounds like you're just like being the leader now because you want to. I'm making all the plans because nobody else wants to or really cares. I mean, not that I even care either, I just want to set the record straight. Karkat, are you cool with this? <sighs> carcat. 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 Karkat. Yo, Carcat. What? What? Oh my god, dude, are you just not listening to any of that? To what?
0: What? What's happening
2: now? <laughs> Man, how long have you been tuning all this shit out? I mean I literally just said I don't give a fuck about any of the shit Risk is saying, so maybe I'm not the one to talk, but at least I had the decency to actually be joking about that. What the fuck are you even doing?
0: Sorry, yeah, sorry, I'm guilty. I've zoned out on a a circuit self-important blither. It was carrying a private conversation with the mayor. Is that okay?
2: Dude, you don't have to get the go-ahead from me. Shoring up a little one-on-one time with the mayor is literally always acceptable. What were
0: you talking about? It's private. I didn't hear you mumbling anything, though. We are mostly communicating through a series of simple gestures. I always talk smack about certain people here and chose to remain discreet about it. <laughs> no, yeah, I know what that's all about.
2: How when you talk to the mayor and most of the time words aren't even necessary. Like, he just knows. Man, the mayor is so wonderful. I love him so much. Hey, let's all take turns hugging the mayor. No! That's fucking stupid! Just... What were you saying? Why was I spacing off just then? Oh, nothing really. Just wondering how you felt about Vriska usurping your leadership role. And if maybe you wanted to throw a vintage shit fit about that, or...
0: Oh! Oh! Mmm, <laughs> that's a good one, Dave. Wow, <laughs> me, leader? Too funny. I'm entirely and singularly baffled that it could still even occur to anyone to entertain the... Notion that I might still be playing any role, even within sniffing orbit of a leadership position on this re- to this ridiculous party. When was the last time I did anything of a leader-like nature? When I being trumped by Vriska's Machiavellian limelight glutton. Or for that matter, when was the last time there was actually anything leaderly to do that didn't involve nailing up on the counter? What good luck, Chuck, for the 500th time. What? I have seriously just been assuming her complete takeover for all, of all leadership duties with some f- uh, faint accompli shit for three solid years. I have since been enjoying the peace and quiet of zero responsibilities, which is why, quite frankly, I have been able to keep my blood pressure down and now resemble the living embodiment of peace and fucking tranquility, which presently baths you in a sea of frothing euphoria, a humbled turdva- Vanya. Okay, so vintage ship fit it is.
4: Carcat, that was a beautiful soliloquy of acceptance and understanding of your role due to acknowledgement of your overwhelming personal limitations. But be that as it may, you still actually do need to be paying attention here so you can keep up with the plan. Well, I may be the leader now. This may be the last day I see any of you for a very long time. Someone's going to need to step up when I'm gone.
0: Alright, Circuit, then I'll make this a lot easier for you and the team as a whole. Are now, I uh, hereby announce my role as a leader of this group, of or any, forever. Rishka, along with her tackle, Rishwazi and monstrous ego, are more than suited for the role. And if, when, and to whenever she eventually decides to fuck off from mysterious yet to be explained reasons, then anyone else who feels inclined can slide right into that position, as long as it isn't me. Huh. Okay. So she's leaving.
1: Yeah. Next
0: uh do i take me kanaya for this page just because yeah you can you can take Kanaya if you want for this page it's, it's just friska and kanaya and yeah
1: exactly one Carcat line if you can call it that <laughs> great
4: it's settled i'm the leader i gladly accept the baton you're going to such lengths to pass to me Carcat. honored in fact not everyone is nearly as passionate about labels or ranks as you in fact, I'm pretty whatever about the distinction, but your melodramatic endorsement of my abilities is appreciated.
0: Excuse me, Miss Leader. Hmm? Not that it would ever occur to me to cast the slightest doubt on your strategic expertise, but I was wondering what you were planning on getting to the actual strategy part of this meeting.
4: I'm glad you asked, Mariam.
0: Way to keep the meeting
4: on point. Remind me to give you a promotion.
0: A promotion to what?
4: Nothing. Nobody's getting a promotion. It was just a joke. Fuck. The answer's very soon. As soon as Egbert and Lalonde get here. Which should be right about...
0: Right about... (laughs) Next. Also, can I just fuck? Fuck. (laughs) I thought I I was getting a promotion. (laughs) Fuck, I was getting promoted. Uh, Vriska has a spider watch. Has a
1: spider watch?
4: Just give it another second or two. Right.
2: Vriska. Right about. Yo, can we maybe bust out some refreshments while I wait for this totally imminent thing to transpire? Can I take a look in the fridge?
4: There are no drinks in the fridge.
2: What's in the fridge? Sorry, I think I missed that part of the conversation. Oh, we both did it. Oh, Uh yeah, never mind. shh, 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 shh shut the
4: fuck up. They're here.
1: Next. There they are. There they are. There they are. John and Roxy are here. They made it. Next. Hey! Hey!
4: They're here. Next. Hi, John.
1: Next. I love these really, like, I'm not even gonna say they're bad right. pictures, but the most basic. These little low detail pictures, yeah. The fucking it looks like a child painted it. Yeah. Very cute. Next. Whoa! Next.
3: Hi, everybody!
1: Wow.
2: Wow. He's really here, isn't he? Hey, John! Wow. Don't just mumble to yourself, you rude fuck. Say hello. Uh, yeah. Hey, John, what's up?
3: Hey, Dave, not much. Hi again, Carcat. <laughs> I only saw you like five minutes ago, but I guess that was years ago for you. Dang. You've probably been through a whole lot of silly nonsense, haven't you? Wait, never mind. You don't have to answer that. There'll be plenty of time to catch up. Hi to everyone else, too! Oh, man, I missed you all so much! Even the people I don't know very well or haven't met yet! Oh! By the way, this is Roxy. She's my new friend, and we just went on a crazy adventure together to save the timeline and come find
0: you all! So, here we are! Uh... Next. I just I want to say two things... Yep. One. This is the first time Dave and John have met face to face. Oh shit! Oh my fucking
1: god!
2: (laughs) I love how like suddenly nervous Dave is about it. That's his best friend.
0: Yeah. Like it's again. It's like Dave being real, like, and then immediately trying to cover it up with his like detached irony. Oh yeah. Hey. Oh yeah. Hey. hey, hey. What's
1: up? (laughs) No big, John. What you doing? Yeah but
0: just like Dave going He's really here like it's so good Yeah, yeah. Um, And then also the most John Line in Homestuck I missed all of you so much even the people I didn't Don't know very well or haven't met yet <laughs> Yeah That's that's John
1: Oh what a sweet boy I love him Yeah next
0: <laughs> Hi
1: Next <laughs> 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 <for> Rosie Kanaya <laughs> Hey, mom. <laughs> Next. Ro- yeah, Rose is like, uh. Oh, God. Yeah. Rose is like almost exactly making the
2: MSPA logo face. <laughs> yeah.
0: Next. And Rox is making the same face. Next. Oh, she's smiling. Next.
5: Oh, she's, oh, smiling
0: she's really big. smiling. Next. She's dashing off. Aw. Cause Next. I remember the last time this Roxy saw Rose. She was dead. Yeah. Dying. Yeah. Said she didn't get to tell her she
1: loved her. Yeah. Next. Oof.
2: Oh. Just tackles her into a hug. Next. This is
1: so good. It's so good. <laughs> Next. Aw. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh,
2: John agrees
3: Next. that it's
1: so good! Yeah! John floats over. Next.
3: Oh, hey Terezi!
1: Hello,
3: Egbert. Guess our plan worked out pretty well, huh? This session is in much better shape than the last time I saw it. You really bailed us out! You're welcome. I mean, not that you specifically had anything to do with it. You're as much the beneficiary of your future self's crafty schemes as I was, so don't get too smug!
0: No, I'm pretty comfortable being smug, and taking credit for future me as ideas. I've always been on excellent terms with my future self. She and I get along famously.
3: <laughs> okay, whatever you say. Oh, that reminds me. I know the scarf agenda wasn't really your idea, per se, but do you have any idea what all that stuffed dragon shit was about? Did that, like, actually serve a purpose in the timeline, or were you just fucking with me?
0: (laughs) Next. I was almost certainly fucking with you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay! Wow! Great! Good to know! Thanks for that, Terezi! That was a really awesome use of our time. I'm glad we're in complete agreement.
4: Wait, what? What's this about stuffed
0: dragons? Terezi, what stupid thing did you make John do? I just sent him on a few totally indispensable mission-critical errands is all. No big deal. Yeah, forget it.
3: Long story short is, I got owned. The end. By the way, good to see you again, Friska. Good to see you too, John. It's cool that you're alive now instead of being a cunning ghost pirate. I think your, um, ways probably are more valuable to have here in the land of the living. At least, I... hope so? I couldn't
4: agree more. I never got a chance to thank you for knocking me out a few years ago. I mean, obviously, because I was unconscious. But thanks for that. I was being an idiot and deserved it. And as a bonus, it apparently saved my life. So thanks, you're a real friend.
3: Don't mention it!
4: I've received quite a few beatings in my lifetime, and not only did I have each one coming, but they all led to big changes for me, and now on the road to becoming an impeccably involved person I am now. So by that measure, it was probably the most critical smackdown of my entire life. That's cool. If you ever
3: need another really important punch in the face, just let me know. I'm your man.
0: John, you doofus. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever need a punch in the face, I'm your guy.
5: <laughs> uh, Christ.
0: Oh, he's so good. Uh, I mentioned this to Molly. But I don't think I mentioned it to you. One of my favorite parts about that whole segment uh-huh. is that in from Vriska's point of view, she writes this long message to John yeah. about how... She loves him and how they should maybe go out on a date. And then he appears out of nowhere and punches her right in the fucking face. <laughs> it's with so seconds good. between her saying goodbye,
1: John, and getting punched right in the grill. <laughs> it's beautiful. And also, Next. yeah, Theresa was just fucking with John. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Rose.
0: Hi, John.
3: Hi, Nice to see you alive and well again! Not to mention in the correct timeline!
0: Yes, you did it. I'm still a bit unclear on exactly what you did, but whatever it was, you sure did the hell out of it. Yeah! Thank you for returning with my mom, my um- my Roxy. Yeah! Thank you for returning with my Roxy is obviously the remark I meant to say. And is the statement of a reasonable person. Of
3: course, really, it's so good to see you. I give you a hello hug, but you seem kind of tied up at the moment. Oh my gosh, how cute!
1: dog Oh! Ah! This is the happiest Homestuck has ever been, probably. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: Next, can't wait for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> Well, I mean, they are prepping for the battle with Lord English. Yeah.
3: Hello, um... Uh, Jake, right? I... Yes. You sent me a letter once, right? And the box full of weapons and a rabbit? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was me. Thanks for that. That was cool. It made me really curious to meet you. Right. Me too.
4: Uh... I mean... Curious to meet you, not me,
1: not the letter I mean that didn't make me I mean I was always curious to no don't go it what just I had stuff I wanted to say when we met. There's so many people here I don't sorry, oh, it's okay, I understand I'm shy
3: too. Let's catch up sometime, just you and me, man to man, oh Roger that, oh, hey tavros. Looks like you're here too. Hell, definitely. But don't worry, I'm not very shy. Yeah, I, I I know. So you can feel free to say as many things to me in a conversation as you want. That's uh nice to know. Maybe later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep <laughs> yep like, also like so nice to jake like okay i know buddy we can talk like you know whenever you want to like i get it yeah and then yeah. Tower's was like hey we can talk and then he's like yeah
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah about that
1: <laughs> uh do you want me to take dave here uh, that's probably the
2: smart move. Yeah. Instead yeah. <laughs> of me talk to myself. Yep.
3: Hi, Dave. Hey, bro. You're back and alive. All because of me.
1: I guess that's a thing we're all accept it as true. Yep. It's okay. There's no need to thank me. I mean, I wasn't gonna, but, like, not as a means of being an arbitrary dick to my number one childhood pal from the past. I have literally no firsthand cognizance of ever being in danger. I just fucked around on a meteor for a bunch of years. And here I am, and so are you, which I think is pretty dope. It's very dope. Hey,
3: Carcat, don't leave me hanging here. What? There's more than enough fist bump to go
1: around for everybody. I left it hanging there just for you, but you're leaving me high and dry here, dude. Carcat, holy shit, where are your manners? Leaving a fist unbumped like that, like this,
0: is a new low. Oh my god, you don't leave your fist there hanging for me. Your fist bumped Dave, then withdrew your fist uh, to say some things, and then in offering your fist to me, the moment you said, don't leave me hanging, I saw you with my own eyes.
3: Carcat, wow, that's really pedantic. And now you actually are leaving me hanging in order to explain your nonsense. I'm this close
1: to revoking your bumping privileges. God damn it, here. Next. <laughs> 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 he bumps their hands together Strider to the rescue
0: The fist bump has been secured Dave, no Fuck, I want to do it on my own volition It doesn't count, it's not real Oh, it's real, buddy No, I'm gonna fist bump you later When I'm feeling it But it's gonna feel na- be fucking natural Mark my words We'll see, Carcat. We'll see Wrecked. <laughs> like this is what you want, right? Like this yeah, is right. You this is what everything these... has been building up to. Yeah. yeah. You want all the characters that you love to just hang out for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Next.
3: Hey, Dave? Why is Jade asleep? And also Teen Nana, or
1: Jane, I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, Verska had to knock him out. What? Why? They were kicking up a ruckus. Can you wake them up? Don't wake them up. Oh, Oh, sorry. I thought that was a car (laughs) cap for some reason. Nope. Ah. Yeah, we can't. Still got a brainwashing thing going on. Gotta keep them napping. Especially Jade. I'm sure you know what kind of crooked-ass baloney fuck power she got. Can't let her turn those against us. Right. She should be pretty psyched to see you, though. You think? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but apparently along the way, our version of John died, so she made the whole trip without you. Oh no! Yeah, this timeline was gearing up to be pretty tragic, I guess, but then you sorta of Deus ex out of nowhere, spared us those sad times. I mean, from your point of view, I guess it isn't Deus Ex shit, you were just the normal John you always were, all zipping around like a nerdy hyper god, saving everything from whatever. But, from our standpoint, you kinda just yanked yourself out of random-ass nothing, but, hey, you know what, I'll take it. Man! I had no idea! I guess that's what Typheus meant? That's so
3: sad. Poor Jade. I can't believe she had to spend all that time on the ship thinking I was dead. I mean, I I guess I was dead, but, you know what I mean. Are you sure we can't wake her up for a second just so she can say I'm alright? (sighs) Ugh.
1: Feel free, but I have a feeling you'll just be joining her nap if you try. Darn. I guess I'll have to catch up later. Hey, what about Dave Sprite? Dead. No! That sucks too! Yeah, I guess so. You guess? Yeah, it's a weird subject for me. Like, the guy was always on borrowed time, wasn't he? I mean, that was his whole thing, right? I don't know. I'll miss him anyway. Even if he isn't the
3: real Dave. I kind of feel bad for ever thinking about him as a less real version, actually.
1: Yeah, he's me and exactly what I'd be like if I was a moping existential bird, so it's kind of embarrassing to, have to talk about, okay? I guess it is sad, but you know a lot of versions of me had died. Lots of versions of all of us, including you. Isn't what's important that certain dubiously categorized iterations of ourselves are all alive here and now and hanging out?
3: Yeah, that is what's important. I guess it'll be time to reflect on everything that was lost later, like. Dead Time Clones, and Double Dead Ghosts, or other such hogwash. Right now, I'm still so excited to see everybody! There's so much crazy stuff for all of us to catch up on! I don't even know where to start, it's overwhelming!
1: Don't even stress over it. We still have some time to kill before shit starts getting real in this session. At least according to our Vriska-in-chief. What do you mean? Uh, all the bad guys are still just outside the Ancifosphere. They won't converge here until a few hours or so. So let's all just sit back a while shoot the shit. And I do mean empty our clips into the shit. Like, really pump that turd full of lead. Right up until she gets bossy again and commandeers our fly bro times with more shrill tactical exhortations. Okay, that, that sounds great. No, That Aww. turd full of lead. It's so cute. They just get to hang out. Yeah. yeah. These, these children. <laughs> Once again. <sighs> uh Next. Oh, Oh my my gosh. Oh, my
0: gosh. You're confronted with especially empowering character selection menu. Eight choices? Free Will has done it again. It has caused you to feel alarmed and anxious. Maybe, just maybe, slightly excited at Well. You cautiously click on a batch of teams to discover your true feelings. Eight possible options is actually kind of a lot now that you think about it. It may be easy to forget to click one of them, so like, absolutely sure you click clicking all the teen back to the before proceeding. You check to see if all the links below are purple first. If any of them are blue, it means you haven't read them. those, and you probably should before continuing. Now, wow, free will is such a... It sure is a... Wow, free will is sure a lot of responsibility and hard work. No kidding. <laughs> and this also nicely shows what we have to actually <laughs> voice in yeah, this. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, second row is takes place after the first row. Okay. Yeah, it does. That would and make sense. And so we end up just going left to right on the two bars. Yep, that's usually. totally fine. All right, so... Uh, uh,
1: let's just start from the top left. This is John, Dave, and Carcat. Uh, yeah, just going to
0: pick it up where we left off. Yeah, so Luke, John... Molly, Dave, and me, Carcat, Works for me. That's All right. what we're going with.
3: So tell me about your ridiculous meteor journey. the uh, The Dave from the Bad Timeline told me some funny stories when we got together on the grassy hill planet. But we weren't actually hanging out for that long, so I didn't hear much. Also, I'm mostly sure
1: Vriska wasn't alive during their trip. Oh, well, let me tell you. Vriska was most certainly alive during this one. Like, almost... EXTRA ALIVE, IF THAT'S POSSIBLE. (laughs) Ha! I think I know what you mean. I spent some time with her when she was a ghost, and, uh...
3: Let's just say whatever her mortality status is, she makes her presence hard to ignore.
0: Yes! Yes! I love this! Can we spend our whole, or in essence, just destroying Vriska slightly above audible level?
4: Slightly. Karkat, you only have one volume setting.
0: Wow,
1: fuck you! Okay, dude, maybe let's not spend our pal time trash-talking circuit, if only because there's no way you're not getting repeatedly trounced exactly just like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll chill out. You're right, Dave, as usual.
3: Wow. Carcat, for a funny, shouty guy, you backed down on that really fast. I'm almost a bit disappointed. I was looking forward to more of your patented ravings. Hey,
0: John Fuckbert. I'll have you know I'm a little more mature and reasonable than the last time you saw me. I'm a lot more than Mr. One OneNote, and anyone who disputes this can cordially invite me to play their dirty seed flap like a discount harmonica. Oh, well, I'm sold. Seriously though, it's pretty cool to finally meet you. I mean, under more civil, rational circumstances, unlike whatever the fuck that brief encounter was three years ago when you KO'd Vriska, and then poofed your flimsy ass into the fucking continuum. I know I seemed really mad about that at the time, for whatever reason, but really, I've had so many boring hours on that meteor to spend barely reflecting on that... roughly 10,000 ways I don't give the slightest fuck about whatever idiotic trist of fate transpile back there. (laughs) Heh, okay? I'm completely over it. I'm over a lot of things, actually. You are? Yeah, remember back when I was yelling at you all the time from my computer. Back then, I probably would have felt nervous or awkward about this encounter because of... Well, you know. No? I was hitting on you briefly in, in a very confusing, non-chronological way, without even quite realizing how badly I was shoving my, my strut pod down my own s- uh, statement tunnel.
1: Dude!
0: I mean, until you roughly with a fair amount of tax shut me down. Don't you remember? Uh, maybe? How, how can you not remember that? I
3: don't know, it was a long time ago, and we had a lot of ridiculous conversations. Okay,
0: well, maybe it was a bigger deal for me than it was for you. I mean, obviously it was, that's sort of the whole point. The real point is, or that I was trying to make is that it isn't a big deal anymore. Because I'm over it. Carcat, what the fuck are you doing? What? I'm talking quite casually about some shit that's not a big deal. And the point is that it's not a big deal anymore. So I'm just casually saying that. God. Okay, it's not an unreasonable conversation to have,
1: but, like, we just started friend jamming out past anecdotes to get up all this speed or whatever, and you're already trucking out these guns. Guns? What guns? Just saying. Doesn't sound that casual, no big deal. If he keeps saying it's casual, no big deal. And oh, also, it's
0: the first fucking thing out of your mouth to John in three years. Sorry. I'm so truly fucking sorry. I forgot there was such an outstanding, smooth polished shit in a cape within my judgment radius.
3: No, I I mean, I, I think I remember. I think you were, um, black flirting with me or something, but in backwards order and, well, constantly yelling. And I didn't really even know what that was, and then I told you I wasn't a homosexual, so it was kind of a moot point, but also, you didn't even know what that was, either?
0: Yes, that's exactly what happened, and that is exactly what I was trying to say I was over and wasn't a big deal anymore, but now it's a big deal again, I guess, and that's fucking great. Thanks, Dave. Yo,
1: I'm hardly one to talk here since I'm a goddamn geyser of hilariously self polarizing Fruity and Bloopers. At this point, I can't even pretend to keep a lid on any shit I got in me, because I know sooner or later, during one of my rad soliloquies, I'll just pratfall butt backwards and do an embarrassing admission. I just have to be like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's my shit. That's what I'm about. Let's just get the fuck on with our lives. So when John's like, hey, man, and you're all locked and loaded with some stuff about how you're over him and go on and on about it's like some way obvious protest too much shit and everybody knows it. So I don't know what salvages any of your dignity or whatever. Pretend that's not happening. Oh, my fucking God. So what I'm saying is, if you're so eager to push this out there... I'm not pushing this out there. If you're pushing this out there, which you are, then maybe we should rap about it. I mean, discuss it critically and earnestly, not drop ill rhymes or anything, though. That could be sweet, too. Ugh. So are you sure you still don't have these unreconciled, black ROM feelings about John? I said we aired this out before it ferments it into some rank-and-hello-unexamped-feeling sauce. Dave,
3: I think you're making gar uncomfortable. Are you being a wise guy and trying to make us uncomfortable?
1: No, I don't do that to bros, that's huge uncool. I don't see what has to be uncomfortable without chatting about our true-ass thoughts and emotions. Uh, Dude, you clearly had a spades thing for John, but I don't recall you ever bringing it up. Is this something you've been thinking about all this time, or? No, not, not really. Yeah, we could have talked about all this. I have all kinds of shit to say about John Cena as my number one dude for approximately the majority of 13 years. The main dead end here, man, is like, nothing
0: personal at all, it's just that he's literally incapable of hating
1: anyone. I know
0: that! That is the exact fucking thing I knew and understood, and why I felt so stupid about it in hindsight.
3: Well, not that I really want to egg on this train of thought, but I don't know if that's quite true. It's not? I can get really angry and hate stuff, too, just like you. But I think only in extreme cases. The skull guy in suspenders I got really pissed off at. But I'm 100% sure that hate was platonic.
1: Getting pissed off at a s- suspender, dude, sounds like just the sort of yarn I want to be alt ears for sometime. But okay, that's something to work with. Hey, Carcat, maybe there's some hope yet. Maybe it's not a total lost cause. Urgh. Okay, Dave, now it definitely sounds like you're trying to own us. Own? What? No way, I'll be real as a motherfucker. Being able to hate things, I think, is the smaller part of the equation. What about the
3: other part? Don't you think that's uh, a little more significant?
1: What part? The part about not being a homosexual. John, dude, I gotta say, when you talk about being or not being a homosexual, you kind of sound like a corny old man. What? Why? No, that's a normal way of putting it. I mean,
3: it's a pretty normal thing to say, right? When that's how y- you are?
0: Somebody fucking kill me! What does normal mean,
1: though? Normal was some crap that ruled dead civilization. We left that behind years ago. It's all a huge pile of shit that doesn't matter anymore. Oh, okay, so then you're saying... what are you saying? I'm not sure, I guess. Uh... Okay, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think it's all as simple as you think it is Or maybe not actively think it is But continue to assume it is on account of not thinking about it much Due to a lot of junk on a subject That gets shoved to our brains from movies and stuff When we are just dumb kids I... Hmm. I'm just saying It probably isn't as absolute or simplistic As the way you've been framing it Or maybe it is for you, personally, I don't know I'm just guessing you haven't spent much time thinking about it, if only because all the stuff we've read and watched suggests that, like, even examining your honest thoughts about it is a perilous road to go down. Because if you actually think too much about it without always having the undercurrent of, ha ha ha, nope, 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 then what happens? Like, what if it turns out you're like... Like? Like, not exactly the way you thought you were. Or maybe not so much that, as old presumptions about what you were turn out to be not that relevant why why are these words happening to our conversation i don't know man not sure what you've been doing the last three years All riding a large boat that's saving everyone from a popul- apocalyptic whatever but i've had a fuck ton of time on my hands to think about stuff about stuff i've said and done in the past why i said and did them a lot of things i once would have insisted were like part of my brand and helped me come across cool and smart assy but now i'm not so sure We used to rip on each other all the time for being gay, even though we knew we weren't, which, of course, is what made it funny, remember? Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty funny sometimes. It was just a lot of joking around. Yeah, I know. It frankly is funny to say how gay something is sometimes, let's face it, sometimes someone or something's just flat-out really fucking gay and there's no two ways about it. It's more like that... Through the preponderance of all that jokey shit an underlying implication that it's all lame stuff for pansies, but not like us, no, we're not lame, and haha, that's the joke. Which thrives on this, like, double-buried implication that the really cool shit is founded on this absurd, wanky ideal about masculinity, which, if you think about it, is one, dumb as fuck, two, the male adulation of masculinity to the extent to be honest is pretty fucking gay unto itself, and three, it was always some totally impossible shit for us to live up to anyway. I think that's all mixed up with the same phony ideals about heroism, like living up to the storybook idea of what a hero to me feels almost interchangeable with living up to society's snapshot of what a hard manly dude should be. I stopped pretending I could ever live up to either thing a while ago, and mainly have spent time looking back on the sheer magnitude of all my joking around. I used to lambast fuckers left and right grinding them into the pavement or how gay they probably were and how much they were quite possibly jonesing to kiss some dudes or such. And I don't really feel bad about it in the sense that it was jerky or like insensitive necessarily. Even though I guess it maybe was more that I feel like it was probably transparent—a massive front of outrageous Stark disguise a lot of insecurity, like a fucking cover-up. As long as I keep clowning hard about it, I didn't actually have to think about it, or face my actual beliefs.
3: Dave, um, all that's cool and all, and I—I th- I think I mostly agree, but, um.
1: How do I put this? Are you... are you gay now? What? No. The words. Why won't the words stop, dear God? i
3: i, I don't know, it, it sounds to me like you're trying to tell me something here. Man, no, look. i i mean, it, its okay if you're gay now, that-that's totally cool, if true. I just think... you turning gay would be kind of a weird consequence of me changing the timeline around? Uh, okay, not, not not weird, just unexpected. I don't know what I did that would account for that. Maybe saving one of Terezi's plush toys did some goofy homosexual
1: butterfly effect thing on you? Jeez, who knows? Dude, you aren't listening. Although a gay butterfly effect is a pretty funny idea, let's not dismiss that as a concept altogether. Anyway, maybe what I'm trying to say is sort of getting lost in the weeds here. The fact that you were wondering if I turn gay makes me think you're maybe not still quite on the wavelength I'm trying to ramble on here. Maybe we should wrestle this topic to the ground another time. There's a lot more I'd want to say about this, but it's probably not the venue. I mean, not literally wrestle to the ground, because that is maybe literally the gayest course of action we could possibly take, but
0: you know what I mean. Yes, later. Talk later. Because then the word would stop. Oh, wouldn't that be lovely?
3: That's fine. We can talk about anything you want, anytime. I'm just still confused about what you're getting at, is all. Like, what's the bottom line here? Are you actually attracted to boys now? Do you... Um... Did you, like... Date any boys? Uh... But... There weren't even that many boys on the meteor. Well, there's the clown guy, but I don't really see you and him. That really only leaves... Uh...
1: We're... Were you in Carcat? Are you in Carcat? Like, huh? Uh, that was extremely good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's. This is one of my favorite logs in all of Homestuck. Dave is good, actually. Yep. Like Dave has like this long conversation about like toxic masculinity and like not, you know, being able to like realize his own homosexuality and. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. see, like, it all, it doesn't feel forced. It feels like, no, this is what Dave would say. Right. Yeah, no, this
1: is, this is a Dave-ass conversation.
2: Yeah. I, I almost wonder if part of it, part of the, like, motivation behind doing this was trying to save face for some of the, like, gay jokes early in Homestuck. But, like, oh, I mean, that, it absolutely is. Right, right. But, like, that
1: makes it kind of feel earned. Like, yeah, we know exactly what he's talking about. Right, yeah, no, the exact conversations. Like, that's... You know he he references conversations he had.
0: Right. Yeah, um, and like I just for my personal reading of this when I first read this so many years ago <laughs> <laughs> in the distant past of 2016. <laughs> yes, uh, like I thought that Dave was like, oh yeah, I, I think Dave's gay. Like from the jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the um, weird thing is, if you go
1: back and listen, I told you he was gay, and then we forgot that I told you that. Yeah, that happens on the show a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that was good. That's I'm. Dave, see, as soon as Dave starts understanding like emotions are okay, right? Then you know, like everything's yeah. okay, everything's better, and Dave starts talking like a normal human being.
0: Well, right. like I, that's the thing. It's like you can totally see like all of his like closing off of emotion and him being all jokey all the time it's just if I actually think about what I'm thinking about
1: yeah like yeah like he he was using irony as a cover up for so many years to not have to think about shit like this yeah yeah which is weird because he was 13 but sure
0: uh next Karkat is hanging off (laughs) of the
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh Karkat Love you, carcat.
0: No, 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 no. I retreat to my safe place, and yet the words, the stupid fucking prattle jockeying like rowdy barn beasts up against the pursuit of good fucking sense, and the most basic of personal boundaries, the goddamn blither attackless boobs, how it continues to haunt my wretched ears, the words spill over the side of the enchanted metal frog discus like a babbling sprang in a mythical forest governed by a guild of gossip-hungry lobotomy hobbits. This deluge of words leaked from the incovenent crevices of two brainless gushing yammer that tw- it overflowed with, oh how it overflowed with, sogging my grey practical pair of pants, the leggings of a simple man, a humble man. It then continues its downward trickle, dousing my unremarkable shirt, the... Search a guard of your average alternian, Joe. Chilling the frail torso beneath. A pathetic dupble, duffel of meat. racked with heavy sobs. Sobs caused by words. Words would continue to drip. In sleuth. In spill. Threatening to drown me. Pledging to. Promising. And yet I will not drown. Why won't I drown? Please let me drown. Let me drown so the word will be no more. Yeah, Dave, I'm pretty
3: sure we're making Karkat uncomfortable now.
1: Karkat, buddy, are you okay? (laughs) I don't get what his big problem with this is. He's embarrassed to talk about his feelings, and he doesn't want to explain that he's got a boyfriend. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Well, and he's also, like, he just had that whole conversation with John where he's like, no, I'm totally over you. Right, yeah. Yeah. It just seems like he might be able
1: to, like, contribute to that conversation Dave just started, that's all. Oh, I think he definitely could,
0: I just think he's not in the right headspace. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Next. It's fucked up that emotional maturity goes, Dave, Carcat, (laughs) John. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) That's not how, like, we thought we would go.
2: (laughs) Right. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, maybe we should drop this. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you ever picked this up from him, but he's a pretty sensitive guy. What? No. It's true. He's pretty much the easiest dude to rip on and makes for an irresistible target, but you also have to know where to draw the line. I really don't want to actually, like, you know, upset him. Yeah, me neither. Um, what the fuck is he doing? Man, I don't know. That's just his regular shit. Like an everyday occurrence, but with different bodily positions, geographic configurations... I see. Bro, will you get the fuck up here? No! Okay, suit yourself. (laughs) Next. Anyway, as you can see, I've been spending probably way too much time with trolls. (laughs) Ha! It messes with you. Gets you thinking about stuff, you know? Yeah,
3: I can imagine. I think life is a lot more boring on the ship, but we talked about you all a lot. We always wonder how you and Rose are managing to get along with all those crazy trolls. I think mostly we pictured a lot of arguments. That's not too far off. I'm still getting used to having such insane, limitless powers that let me go anywhere I want. Uh, It's tempting to go to time periods like yours and find out what I missed, but I don't want to mess with too much anymore, since it seems like I got the timeline to a nice, stable place as it is. So I guess I just have to do what any regular guy does, and imagine fondly what it'd be like if I got to travel with you guys. I wonder if I would have
1: gotten, like, absorbed in troll culture, too, or troll ways of thinking. It's really inevitable. You pick up the lingo, they pick up yours. It's like a stupid cultural melange after a while that barely makes any sense from either frame of reference. I wonder if I would have learned to understand black romance. It's such a goofy idea, but it seems pretty important to
3: trolls. They take all their quadrants pretty seriously, to be honest. Yeah, Years ago, when we first met the Trolls, I remember being pretty fascinated by all our cultural differences, when Carcat and Vriska were telling me about them. I remember really sincerely trying to understand it all from their point of view. It's... it's hard, though. I still think about the idea of black romance sometimes, and try to imagine how that really works, or... feels.
1: I don't know, do you understand it? Yeah, I've spent enough time talking about it where I think I get it, but I've never had a cause or real inclination to put it into practice or anything. Mainly, the idea of hating somebody and translating that into attraction or
3: some kind of romancy feeling it feels so alien to me, and you're right, I have a really hard time even hating anyone in the first place. word I mean, I get annoyed by people, sure, like who me? no, not really, well, sometimes, but not much. I always tend to exaggerate my grievances with you for the sake of laughs. <laughs> But a better example is, more recently, when I was doing my retcon mission, I was getting really annoyed with Terezi and her mind games. Yep. It definitely never crossed the line to hate, though, because we were working together to try and fix a dire situation. And even though she's weird and insane, she's otherwise a pretty good friend. But all her needling and japes at totally inappropriate times, when there's just so much on the line, it was so
0: frustrating. Egbert, I have news for you. Whoa, he's back. All
1: right, signed up and everything.
0: I heard you were talking about Quadrant, so I decided to pause my tantrum. John, all you're doing here is describing the subtle feelings which plant the seeds for having a calliginous crush on someone. What? You heard me. You're naively admitting to struggling with some black feelings for Theresi. So there you go, question answered. Turns out you're perfectly capable of black romance. N- no! A fair rebuttal. However, consider this counterpoint. Y- yes!
3: But I-, I don't
0: hate her, and I'm sure I never will. I'm just saying I find her, like, somewhat annoying and really aggravating a lot of the time, but that's it! But that's exactly what that feeling is. It doesn't start out as full blown a- antipathy, and it rarely even reaches such a an extreme level of hostility, even over long term black romances. There are peaks to it, but otherwise a general ebb and flow to the dark feelings. Just like with flushed relationships.
3: Okay, but... I, I don't know if I'm expressing myself clearly. I felt aggravated by her a lot, but that doesn't fully describe... Like... Uh, <laughs> there were those negative feelings,
0: but also... But... <sighs> yeah, that's it. Right there. The but is always part of it. Uh, what you're trying to say is you had frustrated negative emotions to her, but they don't comprehensively account for your attitudes t- towards her. Meaning, there are some things about her you actually like, but the negative feelings make it hard for you to put your finger on them and even want to acknowledge them. This is absolutely standard. What good would it be having cosmeses who didn't possess qualities you actually admired on some level? That'd be boring. And it would not even work. There'd be no tension, no push and pull in the turbulent emotional landscape. The subtle positives add fuel to the negative feelings, often giving them a reason to exist at all. They inflame the aggravating factors, remind you deep down how much you'd like and admire this person if it wasn't for all their infuriating flaws and their incredible sense of frustration that that causes along with all the association, uh, hot headed feelings. That's the essence of black romance. And the positive quality you see deep down is a. and it can art so serve as the basis for red feelings towards that person, something the relationship ever starts to facilitate. It's all pretty straightforward, really.
3: No, th- th- this is messed up.
0: I don't know,
1: John. It all sounds pretty logical to me. Carcat knows his shit when it comes to quadrants.
3: Ah, it-, it can't <clears> be true, though. It feels so fucked up. Well, what if you're right,
0: though? Uh, no. No, 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 no that's part of it too. The no, no, no. It's all part of the feeling. That's how it always goes. The sense of self-incrimination when it's dawning on you that you have these conflicting feelings towards someone you that who bugs you so much. Oh my god, this whole reaction is so fucking textbook. It's hilarious, really. It's fucked up though. It's supposed to feel fucked up.
3: Oh man. I just wanted to have a nice catch-up chat, not get so transparently owned at the troll manses.
1: Evans are the best of us sooner or later. Scrap is kind of old-hat to me by now, but I get why you're going to freckle it out about the implications here. You didn't have years of living with trolls to kind of normalize this stuff.
3: I don't think I wanted to feel normalized, though. I'm not ready to, like, admit that I have some warped spade crush on her based on some feeling I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. Oh, God. What if it's true? I have to try as hard as I can to suppress this feeling and make sure I never think about it again.
1: Okay, sounds like a weenie thing to do, but sure, have
0: fun with that.
3: Fuck. Yeah, probably. Just please don't tell her about any of this, okay, guys?
0: John, you don't have to remind us about one of the most fundamental statutes of the Bro Code, which is practically fucking scripture on my planet, dating back hundreds of millennia. Dave and I are fucking... Sleep and breathe the bro code in all of his clauses, no matter how fine the print. Feel free to come and talk to us about this anytime. Your secrets will always be safe. Dude, that sentiment is
1: well and good, but uh, when you're pledging to vow a vow of secrecy, maybe you should try to keep it down a little. Damn. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Dave Strider pushing your feelings down sounds like a weedy thing to do. <laughs> yeah, Christ.
0: <laughs> I mean, he would know.
1: He would know. Uh, we. I have- just love John's reaction. Is oh no, this feeling is
2: weird. Okay, what I have to do is suppress it at all costs. <laughs> just get rid of it forever.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, John is has some black feelings for Therese. It's really yep. cute, actually. Yeah, I, I think in a this weird is- fucked up way. I think this is kind of there to go, like, hey, this is what an actual black romance is. Yeah, it's not yeah, just like, all I, I, fucked. I think at
2: that point, it's like, yeah, hey, black romance doesn't just mean abusive relationships, everybody. Right, yeah, hey, we have to repair this now. Yeah, because I fucked up real bad, and I have to try and do damage control. Yeah,
0: Christ. Because I is there are definitely people who are like, oh, no, that was just black, black romance. Right. And but it's no. good to go, like, no, that's not what it is. Like, it was... right. Yeah. That's abuse, thanks.
2: Yeah.
3: This is really confusing, though. Assuming you're right, and I'm busted on having those feelings, and I'm not even saying you aren't, but I thought humans weren't supposed to be able to feel stuff like that.
0: Like what, exactly?
3: Like, perceive and feel romantic stuff in the same way trolls do, because we're aliens to each other. Well, uh, okay, humans can feel the gay stuff pretty often, John. Come on, buddy. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> humans can feel the gay stuff pretty often, I guess. I didn't think we could feel the spade stuff, though. I don't know, I just thought it was some screwy biological difference.
1: Nah, I disagree. Both humans and trolls are emotionally versatile, sentient beings that can feel many hells of different things. Hmm, you're probably right. You know better than me, at least. That's always a smart fallback position, by the way. Especially on rap. I could school you on rap, too. You Are are you confused about rap? No, Dave. I think I'm pretty squared away on rap. At least for now. So, uh, this has been a hell of a reminiscence so far. Yeah. Seriously, though, I wasn't actually intending to fork this, like, instantaneously in the direction of, like, some legitimately sincere dialogue on fucking sexuality and romance. I didn't plan on this, dude. You gotta believe me. I believe you. It's been cool, though. Yeah, we cover everything?
3: Um... Probably not? Oh, right! You dated Jade for a while, so there's that! Whoa, what? Well, I mean, Dave Sprite did. Oh... And, of course, I mean, the one from my time, obviously not the one from this time, who died, I guess, before that happened. Right. Man, that still just seems... so sad.
1: I guess even when you fix things, not everything can be perfect. Yeah so, how'd that go? Me and Jade, or him and Jade? Okay, I guess.
3: My sense was it was kinda dramatic overall. I'm not sure it was the best relationship, probably because of Dave Sprite's unique, um, unique issues. Hmm. But, there were a lot of fun memories. I'll tell you about them sometime, maybe when Jade's awake, cause I'm sure she'd want you to know too.
1: Yeah. Next. Hey. Uh... Huh? The girl you came with. Rose's mom. Oh, Roxy? Yeah. What's she like? She's nice! Really nice.
3: She's fun and easy to talk to. It almost feels like she's always been one of our friends, you know?
1: Yeah. How, uh... How long have you been? actually been traveling together? Um... Not too long. We only met like a day ago.
3: I mean, from my perspective. Huh. She's been through some really difficult stuff recently. Well, we both have, actually. But I feel like it was all a bit more personal for her. Being on her adventure, then suddenly losing all her friends, and watching Rose die right there Well, she'd been kind of viewing Rose as a version of her mom. I was just some goofball drifting randomly here and there between realities, so I was mostly just confused by everything. But for her, I could tell it was all really devastating. I'm so happy she gets to be with Rose again! Not to mention all her other friends. For some reason, I feel happier for her getting to reunite with people she
1: lost than I do for myself. Sounds like you like her. I do! No, I mean... actually like her. Oh. Uh. Hmm... Uh, i i don't know, maybe. Wow, dude, after one day, maybe you should slow your roll. I didn't say I did, though! I'm joking, it's fine, who cares? Oh. (laughs) Uh, Okay. She's my mom, isn't she?
3: Man, I'm not sure if we should keep thinking about all our
1: relations that way. Why? It's kind of weird. Is it? Uh... Do you feel weird about dating my mom? Is that it? I'm not dating her, though. But if you did, then you wouldn't want to think of her like that because of the familial weird times it invokes. Jeez. I don't know, I...
3: I don't know if I'm ready for every single deep conversation we can squeeze into this wacky rapid-fire
1: session of fun pal talk. Okay, but I think I like thinking of her as my mom, even if it's a little weird. You do? Why? I'm not sure. Never even stopped and thought about it before. The idea of what it would be like to have a mom, instead of a hyper-aggressive lunatic of an adult male guardian? I'd never let myself give it a second of consideration, but now... Seeing her actually here, even though she's just some teen girl I never met, I like the idea. It's nice. Okay, that that's actually kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it kind of fucking is.
3: Alright, well, no matter what happens, it's okay with me if you want to think of her that way.
1: Sweet.
0: Aww. Aww
4: Dave! <laughs> Dave? Oh, Dave, buddy!
0: There's a reason why Dave, like, I was like, man, Dave's one of my favorite characters.
4: Yeah. Aw, poor guy. It's so cute.
0: Yeah.
2: Very cute.
4: Dave just wants
1: a mom. Yeah. Instead of, like, the awful thing that his bro was. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay, that was super good. And that's was... the first of eight. Yep. <laughs> Christ.